Bez Hashem continues Simon Lamed Beis. We are in Sif Mem Dalid, Sif Cotton Reish Ches, Shin number 99. Once again, Simon Mem Dalid, Sif Cotton Reish Ches. And we're discussing here the Titura, which is the base of the Tfilin, where the bias, where the box of the Tfilin rests on. It's also Allah Meshusinai that has to be squared. Then we started discussing the Gilgul HaKlav, to roll the cloth and how this whole procedure is done. And that's what we're holding right now. The Mechaber tells us, There are those, to wrap the cloth with the hair, the hair of the animal, or from or to from a behema or which is a, a kosher animal. Lachain says the Mishma Sifkat in Reish Ches, Reish Ches, two o eight number two o eight in the bottom. Lachain im loy korach hasar aleha, puzzle. If you didn't put the sar on it, it's puzzle. Afshik korach aleha klaf, even though. Af shekarach, even though you 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 bound it with a cloth, because since it's a halachal emotion sinai, like we saw in the picture yesterday. So it's an actual hair. Then, um, it's yeah. It's a, if you look at your tefillin, by the way, if you look at your tefillin tomorrow or today, whatever you want, okay, you'll notice there's a little hair of the animal that's coming out from in the front of your tefillin, a little 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 small amount. Yeah. You'll take a look. You'll notice that. By the way, that defines. Depending on where it's placed, if it's Rashi or Rabbeinu Tam, which we'll get to in the right time, it's Hashem. So that is coming out from what? That's coming out from the wrapping of the cloth. And I'm going to show this to you right now in the picture. Over here, first on the screen, you see this. It's a little, it's a little piece over here. It's a little piece over here. You see that it's coming out mm-hmm. from that which is wrapped. Your cloth is wrapped up with it. And it's coming out of the compartments. And it's really, you see that, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. What number is that? That's page 212. Page 212. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, there's a question where exactly that should be placed. That's also, um, also discussion. Like, in other words, is it after, we'll see in a minute, is it after is it after Hoya Kibiyacha? It's a discussion where that's placed also. So you have to get it from a kosher. It comes from the tail of the animal. Yeah. You, you know, it's interesting also that the cows, the cows, I think they, they cut some of the tails. Some of the farmers cut off the tails. So that it doesn't it doesn't hit the farmers. Well, it's for cleanliness. Because the tail, all those hairs collect manure and dirt. Uh-huh. So when they're milking the cows, they want to try to eliminate as many, you know, Schmutz shouldn't come into the into the milk. The Mechaber says further on the top of the page, or else you rather it's the Ramoth, three lines down. So we said it's really a like a sandwich approach. So you have the klaf, then you have a wrapping of the hair of the animal. Then you have cloth on top of that. Then you have the hair on top of the cloth. 
So the cloth is sandwiched in between the hair of the animal that comes first because there are different opinions when you put the hair of the animal. So that's why the Ramah is saying that's the custom to do both. Put hair first, cloth, and then hair. And then you put it into the compartment of the tefillin properly. And you can't lose track of what the parsha is. You can't lose track. It's closed now. You can't lose track. Is it, is it Shema? Is it Vayim Shemoya? Is it Vahafta? Is it, uh, uh, is it Kadesh? You have to really be organized. Well, sticky notes or something. That's right. Yeah. They, they, I'm sure they have a procedure where it's down pat where like you do like this, like that. You know, it's... Uh, I, I will tell you also on the picture I sent out um, on the WhatsApp and I showed you yesterday, yeah. two of my children, right. two of my children read that they said, well, Abba, what, what chaf are you talking about? There's a reish. There's no chaf. I said, reish. Why are you calling that a reish? He says, no, it's a reish. It's aleph pei reish. That, that, that makes it possible. I'm not, I'm not passing that sevetoy, but two of my children didn't see what the chaf was. They saw a reish. Because the language is going into the chaf. The word is apecha, not afer. Oh. If it's a reish, it's alef pei reish. So that's that's a right. That's, that's a, that would be a big problem. Okay, back inside over here. So cut and reish des. When I again lichroich, yesh aimim. She yichroich hasar al guf aparsho. Some say that you should wrap the hair on the actual parsha itself. Vachakach yichroich haklaf lemaylo. Then they put the klaf on top of that. The yesh aimim lehepech. Some say the other way around. That you put the cloth and then the hair, right? So since there's a di- there's difference of opinions, is the cloth come first and then the hair, or the hair and then the cloth? That's why you do both. In general, if we can fulfill both opinions, that's what we try to do. So he says further. Now the gross says in regards to. Does it matter which one comes first, the cloth or the hair or the hair or the cloth? He says, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Okay. Now, we have something interesting over here. We have something interesting. Nogu sar ego. Where should this sar? The custom is, this sar should come from a, an ego. What's an ego? A little, little calf. Why? Says the Mishnah Kideshi Yitzkar Maise Egel Blayechte. Unbelievable. In order that we should remember the Maise Egel and we should not be chayte. Now, I want to point out once again the hair of this animal is wrapped around the cloth. Where is it? Inside of your tefillin. The only amount that you and I might see is the small little tip of it. At the edge of your tefillin. What is the halacha here? The custom is, it's best to use that of an eagle. Because of a chayta eagle. What was a chayta eagle? We were chayta, we sinned. We're starting our day in the morning, reminding ourselves, don't do averis. But this is something to take a look at. Take a look at, to think about. When we, you know, when you put in your tefillin, you don't want to start analyzing that little hair because you don't want to make a hefzik. You put in the shalyad, you put in the shalrosh, but it's definitely something to think about. When you take off your tool, maybe, it's something to pay attention to. V'gam kidei l'chaper al oven zen, also to atone for this avera. You hear this? It's also kidei l'chaper al oven zen. You want to use the, the, the sinew, the, the hair of the eagle, 
as an atonement that we made an eagle. Because of El Yabadim Yizeha Tam Toiv Lazar is called Tikkun Tfilimi or Eigel. For this reason, the El Yabad says it's appropriate to use all the Tfilim material from an Eigel. Lafukim Yosin Shoysin Aratsuas Me or Tayish, as opposed to those who use it from a Tayish, I think a bigger animal. Okay. So, in other words, says the Machaber back on top of the page, Nago, She Yeseu Zeh Shal Eigel, Vimlaimotza Eigel, Kairich Bishal Paro. If you can't find the hair of an Eigel, you could use that of a para of a cow, or that of a, an ox or a bull. As Rav Nachum said, make sure you wash it well. Wash the hair well until it's clean. A little of this hair should be sticking out outside of the bias. A little amount, like like so we just spoke about. From a male, not from a fe- uh, from a female, not from a male. Is that what you're saying? Here? Isn't that what you said? Uh, a word that you use. Uh, para. Pa- well, yeah, para, para. Well, it, first, be a male? the uh, the first choice is eagle, then the para, the cow. Cow, cow, cow is all cows are female. I think cow could be well, male. Yeah, right? cows are female. Oh, by definition, all cows. I hear. Okay. Okay. And then, uh, if not that, then a shark, then an ox or a, a bull. Yeah. Okay, so he says in the Mishnah Brura, he says in Sivkot and Rashid al Ktsasar that a little of the hair uh, should be sticking out. Um, he brings here from the Mogin Avram, Ayn Chudush Rekvi Egesh, Hiskim Sishar Hayoitza Yapachus Mi'arich Sa'ira. The amount that comes out should be less than the length of a Sa'ira, of a barley bean. Which is very small, so you can't just have it sticking out and all the way up. It's a small amount. Now, once again, that small amount that we're talking about should be a reminder to us of the cheta ego. Now, I'll give you a little homework. Ask somebody sitting next to you after davening tomorrow. Say, oh, you notice a little hair sticking out of here? Well, what's that about? Okay. I, I, I never heard of this. Before. Yeah, you see. I do think I have seen this thing. And just, yeah, just you know, don't 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 pay attention to it too much because it's it's so little. Sometimes yeah. you know, is it even there? Right. Just don't trim it. Don't trim it. That's right. Don't if, trim it. If you did trim it, though, would it make anything? It wouldn't make the the filling possible. It wouldn't make it possible. You just had to make sure a little still sticking out. Is this hair sticking out of the uh, the shel rosh? The only only the shel rosh, only the shel rosh. So he says. <laughs> Some say the hair should be coming out by the bias where it says by the Kaddish part, by the parish of Kaddish over there. Uh, and others say it should be by over here. Turning the page, so the Mishra explains that the, the person explained what you should do is. The hair should be coming out near the parish of Ha'im Shemaya towards Parshas Kaddish. In other words, be going that direction. That's 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 the how we make this like we'll call a compromise. That was Sif Mem Dalid discussing the Titura as well as the Ma'varta as well as the Gilgul Klaf of rolling of the cloth. We now continue with Sif Mem Each parish should be standing up in its compartment, in its bias, in its house. Says the Mishnah Rura in Sif Kotin 
Reish Yud Gimel, Kedersh Kriyosa, the same way you read it, that's how you have to place it in to the bias. And that's what he's showing over here in this picture. You're after it's all wrapped up properly, and it's, I'll call it the word, uh, flattened down the drop. So then you want to place it in properly to the right, to the right uh, bias. But the Avid in Nasna Sham Mushcheves, Ein Lifsal had Tfilin Vishvilzeh. But the Avid, if it was placed in the Tfilin lying down flat, the, in, the incorrect way, so as opposed to standing up straight, so it's, it's, it's reversed. So he says, We're not going to passel it Tfilin, says the base in the name of the Mahari ben Chaviv, as well as the Bach, and take a look at the Magin of Ram, nearer the Mikomokoim. Now, if a person didn't know this somehow, and he's allowed to wear the tefillin, but afterwards he should take it out, not him personally, have the professional deal with it, take it out, and fix it properly. We now continue with Sifmem Vav, which is, which is a very similar uh, halach over here from to Sifmem Hey, where he says, So if you take a look at the picture over here, this is Sif, sif yeah, Memvav. So, when you place it in to the bias, you want to be facing that when you would open it up, you see like you're opening it up over here? It looks like a Megillah. You know, like when you pull out the Megillah, Megillah Sester, whatever it might be. So then that's the direction you want to be facing you when you place it in, that if you would be opening it up like this, that just that's that's the correct the the margin is is in the in the front. Says the Mishnah Brura. Um, rather, let's read first the Ramah. The beginning of the parish should be on the right side of the one who's reading. And if you would come open it and you open the parsha, you'd be reading it right away, like we just saw in the picture. Says the Mishnah Brura. Have gotten Reish Yud Dalid. You want it to be letzada pet with the opening the lavachi amdu because if not then you're gonna have the letters will be like upside down to the reader if you don't put it in the correct way then it's gonna be like upside down when you open it up you would want to read it it's the wrong direction kill son shaharim it's you're right no one is reading it like that but we want to the same way we place the arun kodesh. This, excuse me, the Sefer Torah in the Aron Kodesh, the correct, we don't put it flat down, lying flat, or Chas Shem, we put upside down. So too, when you put the parishes in the bias, in the compartments, you also want to put it as if someone would be reading it. That is correct. Is it Me'ach, Me'ach, otherwise? Well, in Memhei, he said that if it's lying flat, that, you know, he said he could still be Yaitzi with it, but you have to fix it. Says here in Reish Tezvav, he says that the order of the parishes are placed in the parishes Kadesh, first Kadesh on the right, Shal Yeminoi on his right side, then as well. as we'll learn more about the order of the parishes in the bias. In Simon Lamedal, Kain Sarichli Yois, Saif Haglila, Shuraisha Parisha Gamke Mitzad Yemin Negdai. That's why the end, when you roll it up, you place it in, it should be properly situated. When you pull out to read it, it would be there. 
and then the end would be like the beginning of the next parsha, technically speaking. Sif mem zayin im kasev kala abra parshas beklaf echad kesherim afilu ein ravach beneim. If one did write all of the four parshas on one klaf, it would be kosher, even if there's no space in between them. Just as long as there is a there's a chut, there's a string, or some type of um, separation in between each of the the batim. So here is here is an, an example of in this picture. This is this is a we're talking first of all tefillin shel Rosh, because we know the tefillin shel Yad it is written on our one parsha. So we're saying, we just finished learning that, of course, the Tefillin Shel Rosh has to be written in four separate parishes, right? What happens if you wrote them on all four parishes on one cloth? And then you put them into the batim when they're all attached. So we're saying it's kosher. But the evidence is kosher. And that's, that's this picture over here. It's, it's one cloth. That's the top of the page over here. It's all one cloth. And then when you place them in, you rolled it up, you put one to the next, to the next, you see how you like, you somehow rolled it into the next compartment. Okay? So that's what the Mechaber is telling us here. So that, that space between well, he's saying, he's actually saying that you don't have too much space. It sh- in this example, if you look at the cloth, the written over here on top, he's actually telling us there's not so much space in between. It could still be kosher if you have like a chut, a separation of a, of a a string, it's like separating each parasha. That's what he's showing you over here. That's what this picture is over here. If, if there were a little more space, you could actually you could cut it, right? Yeah. So yeah. So then yeah yeah you technically you know should be able to cut it. We'll see we'll see further about that. Um, he says here that as long as there's a separation with a string between each bias. says the, in other words, the, that string is on top of each parasha, new parasha. It's like showing a new book, if you will. How's Set, it going to stay there? How's it going to stay there? What do you mean? What no, the, the string. I mean, what, what keeps it in place? Maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe, oh, if you, well, we, we'll take a look. We'll take a look further. We're going to see. We're going to see how, he's, uh, how he ties it down there. Reshut Zayin. Okay. So he says here, even more so when there's a space in between the parashiyos, like Reb Tzemach said, that you're able to cut them. So let's say you wrote it on a long parasha and there is a space. In that case, you can cut it. And what do we need to when we cut it? What do we be careful? That this hekef gvil, hekef gvil means that the letters are surrounded by cloth. You can't cut it to the margin. You can't cut it all the way, mamish, to the letter, that the letter has, it's, it's just the letter and nothing on the side. It has to be, every letter needs to be surrounded by parchment, by cloth. So if there is more space, you could do that and cut it properly. However, in this case, the person wrote it on one cloth. Even though you're gonna have to place the parchment not standing up, like we just finished learning the halacha, that's the correct way of doing it, because here you're rolling it over, so it's not in the standing up position, right? Nonetheless, it's still kosher. 
because standing it up, the cloth standing up in the bias is the it's a mitzvah to do it. It's not going to ma'akev. From Gedali, it's not going to be ma'akev like you asked if it's not standing up properly. So we say further here in uh, the Mechaber second line. Now what is this chut meshicha? The Kevin She cause of a parish is Ba'arechad. Since the person wrote the parishes on one piece of parchment, on one cloth. You have to make some separation in the bias from one parsha to the next. So you're taking that string or something like this, that was some sinew. You want to create a hacker. Hacker is a sign. Shahabatim Muvdolim, that the Batim are separated, they're different Batim. Ava because of a parashiyas, al dalad oirois, ain't sarich losis klum, bain bias bias. Now, if you do it properly in the first place, by the Tilm Sharoish, that each parish is written on its own separate uh, cloth, then you do not have to write a, uh, then you do not have to create a chut, a mashicha, or 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 uh, a sinew in between because it's already separated. You only need this string to create a separation. If it's already separated, you don't need it. The the cause of the the cause of parshas ba'arechod fine. Um, because of a parshas there are those opinions that will say. That you do have to create a separation between the houses, the batim, the compartments. And he says that is the way to accustom yourself. As we'll see later on in Sif Nun Al. So we are now in Mem Zayin. So really it's the, the next page. Okay? Sif Nun Al is the next page. Now, if you did not make these separations when it's the string, if you did not put the string when the parishes are separated, it's still okay. The custom is he says to do it, but even if you didn't do it, it's still okay. So let's just review that last point. We said like this. The person wrote Dalla Parishes on one cloth. So at first you think, well, it's possible. You can't use it. No, we have a chiddush over here. It can still be used. And even though it's not going to be placed in the zakifa standing in the correct position, like we just finished learning in Sif, because you're rolling it from one compartment to the next compartment. Now, once you do that, you have to put some type of string separating one parasha to the next parasha. If you can cut it, what would create a scenario when you could cut it? If there's enough cloth, enough parchment that's separating between one parchment and the next, that it still will be mukov kvil, which we said means that all the letters will be surrounded by the cloth. If you cannot cut it, you have to put the string there. Do you put string, do you make a separation when it's already a separate parsha? When you wrote the, the dollar parshas on separate cloth? So we said, well, if you already wrote in dollar parshas on separate cloth, you don't need the string because you already have your, your, your hacker. It's already recognizable that it's separate. However, the custom he says here is to do that also to put, create some type of separation as well, a hacker, even when it's in the separate parishes. But if you didn't, it is not going to be ma'akev. It will not prevent you from 
fulfilling the mitzvah properly. You can still do the mitzvah. So we are up to over here, Reish Yud Ches, Reach. Let's just see if this is a good place for us to stop. Um, let's just see one more Reish Yud Ches here. Im Kosam al Arba Klofim, Venicham be Arba Batim Yotza, Vushi Yatlep Yechasa, or al Arba Batim Shia Nirim Kibayis Echot. If you wrote Kosam al Arba Klofim on four different pieces of parchment, and you put them in and you put them in four different compartments, you fulfill your obligation. Says the Mishnah So it's interesting. Let me show you over here. He says, if you put them in one bias, you see this? This is, this is um, the, the, the Shoroish. You put them in one bias. You had all four parishes rolled up together like your shalyad, and you put into one bias. However, you know what he says to do? He says what you should do is cover up. Cover up the four compartments. You're even covering up the shin. And it looks like a little like the shalyad. You see that? Even though we said earlier you have the words of the shin, if a person did it like this, and wrapped up the four parashas in one, one cloth. This is what the Mechaber tells us. Okay. We will pick up from the Ramah at the end over here. I'm just thinking if we should just uh, finish this off, this last piece here. And we'll, you know what? We're going to do that. We're going to go to the end. Even though I see Kim saying we're going to stop. Okay. We'll learn Musa Mitzvah by the last lot. Um, the Ramah says, "A minig ledabkom bedevek sheyeh hakol bekeklaf echad." The minig is to glue it with glue. Sheyeh hakol keklaf echad. That should all be like one klaf. The yizor zolitol, the yizor rather. Be careful, litol devek kosher. Make sure you use kosher glue. Says the Mishnah Brura. Says the Mishnah Brura. Over here in Sifkat and Reishu Tes, if you put them in one bias, not that you should, ideally you put them in four separate compartments, right? This is the Shalrosh. But if you did put them in Nichem and Bayis Echad, then, even though you fulfill your obligation, you should glue them. Even though it's a mitzvah to write the four parishes on one cloth, this is why the Tilin Shel Yad, of course, not the Shel So here we're discussing like this. What are we talking about here? We're talking about your Shel Yad. Let's say you wrote the Shel Yad separately, four parishes. You can glue the parishes together. That's what we're discussing here. You wrote the shalyad, the, the dollar parish of the shalyad, there has to be one. So he did the reverse. The first case we're discussing where the person wrote the shalroish on one cloth. Now we're discussing he wrote the shalyad on four different pieces of, of cloth. So what, that's why you're gluing it together. What, what, what are you gluing together if it's written on one cloth? No. You're gluing together the four separate parishes that are on four separate pieces to be one piece. Then you're going to put that in your shalyad. That can be done. Okay, so that's the Mishnah Brura. Let's see if we have any more questions. Yeah, 
And if you find a mistake in the last parsha, you can fix it and then glue it together. From a kosher animal. Why is it be from a kosher animal? Because that's been minamutter vificha, that which is permissible to put into your mouth. Kasher pimegadim, the zeh rak lemitzvah avloy lekuva kevin daadibuk einimak even meilo ain't paid the ma medabik. The pimegadim says if you didn't have kosher glue, staples is out of kosher glue. They didn't have staples back then. Okay, staples out of kosher glue, you could still use a non-kosher glue. It's lechadchila to use a kosher glue, but if you didn't have it, it's also kosher. Pick up mitzshem from sif memches the next year. Shkayich for listening.